That is so funny. No love for Monday, you guys. Not, you guys really don't love Monday. You know, it's all right. We're going to keep working at it. Okay, today I've got a little bit of uh, excess energy uh, to burn, so we're going to make a little podcast. We're going to turn it up a little bit for you guys. You guys and girls, you all, okay, plural, men and women, okay? I'm not leaving the ladies out of this, okay? We're going to talk about, you know what I'm talking about. I talk about the same thing every single time. What are we talking about? We're talking about, like, the eternal why, 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 why. Let's get philosophical, y'all. I'm from Texas. We say y'all. Okay, let's talk. Let's get philosophical for a second. Why are you even here? Okay, this is what I ask people during a job interview. All right, you're either the interviewer or you are the one being interviewed. I'd rather be the interviewer. I don't know about you, but I would rather be the one in the executive chair. Okay. Why are you here, right? Very open-ended. You're like, uh, what? You're like, what do you mean, here, like, interviewing? No. Why are you here? Why are you here? You know, what is your reason for existing, okay? Oh, well, you know, family and family and community, family and God, family and community. I guess that, that's the strongest resonance in our great country, the USA. Country, God, family, community, right? And then event, and then it's kind of like, I guess work, I guess work, school, oh my God, I guess work in school too. Church, well, we got to say church. Don't forget to say church. We'll look bad if we don't say church church community and then what exactly does community even mean oh well my girlfriends and my got my buddies and you know my my high school friends do you even talk to your high school friends i've been out of high school for 10 years i don't i haven't talked to a well there's only one her name is jordan mccurdy she's my snapchat friend other than her no i have really not kept in contact with anyone from high school college uh, honestly, not really, except one of my exes, and, uh, you know, she's blocked right now, that's Tessany, you're blocked because of your bad behavior, okay, you are in timeout on account of bad behavior, you know, you gotta, you gotta be fast on your cell phone, you guys, okay, that is a life skill, a very valuable life skill, oh my god, you don't own my time, you don't own my time, you're not my boyfriend, you're not my dad, you're not my boss, right? Boyfriend, dad, boss, or husband. You're not my dad. I don't have to text you. It's a sign of respect. It is a sign of being mannered. And these girls have bad manners and they wonder why they're always alone, okay? You got bad manners, all right? We don't even need to go there. Um... You know, what is the point? Why are you here? What are we talking about? We're talking about 
So, so I like to post in groups, and it's fun communicating with groups on Facebook. Which Facebook, maybe the only redeeming thing about Facebook is it is fun to talk to groups of people about any topic you want. Join the group and engage the group. So I like to ask the question: What is your greatest motivating factor in life? Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, is it self or is it others? If it's others, is it family, community, the needy, the poor, you know, human rights, special interests? What, what, what? And then if it's ego, okay, what, what is what? Legacy, you know, victory, you know, um, class, class. The New Englanders, the Northerners, Northeast, New York, Boston, New York and Boston are very interesting places to me right now. And D.C. New York, Boston, and D.C. are very interesting places to me right now. But they like to use the word class. Okay, you fucking proper northerner. You proper yanks. What is your class? Okay, is that net worth income? Oh, well, it's obviously your integrity. I'm like, you're just saying shit that you think sounds, you know, sounds good. You, you are, uh, you know acting as if, as if, okay, class, you a classy dude, I think it's income, net worth, all of the above, connections, okay, what's your neck say, what's the neck say, okay, and then, you know, and then, it's just an exhausting subject, my god, why do you talk about this so much? I'm convicted, you guys. I'm a convicted motherfucker. You know, you got to have a reason. I'll tell you what my reason is. You know, so much invalidation and condemnation and criticism that I, I experienced ego. You know, is it ego death or is it just psychosis? You know, you lose your mind. You really lose your fucking mind. And, uh, you know, it's like... I must triumph over this hell, really, you know, I mean, for me, it's triumph, supreme victory, I like to win on a crushing level, you know, where it's almost not even fair, like, people don't even want to play with you anymore, because you're so good, you're too good, you're too good at this game, I just love it, you know, wipe the floor with them, wipe them out, now, I mean this in a spirit of, you know, fun and sport. I don't mean, you're not going to do this to people. That's inhumane, okay? You got to be a human, humane. I'm a humanitarian. But it's fun. It's fun to win on such a just ridiculous, absurd, you know, just spectacular. You know, we like to impress. Are you impressed by my fucking skills? My skills, dog! Right, my skills, my energy level, my power, my success, my trophies, my victories, right? My conquests. I kind of like to be a conqueror, okay? But we don't conquer people. We empower the people to conquer themselves. Ooh, how do you like that? How do you like that? Okay, so I'm thinking about doing some uh, some different business opportunities, you know? I've always wanted to become the number one person in a company, but it's funny and it's paradoxical because I don't like to be managed. So you see that like part of you wants to 
play on the team, and then the other part of you wants to like control and own the team. So there's got to be some kind of harmony. I'm talking about inside my own head, and I'm talking about you guys too. You know, I just I have so much energy, so I'm blessed, and I know people are drawn to it. You know, it's just like a blood trail, like for a shark. You just sit, sit, sniff the trail. Oh, damn! What is that? You know, I got it going on. Flow Joe, all right? I got the mojo, Flow Joe. You know, you want to be number one on your team. You want to be number one. Yeah. So I speak to people who are interested in, you know, is it glory, you know, experience some kind of glory? Or is it just freedom, you know? Man, I'd like to just fire my fucking employer. Fire them. How do you like them apples? Mother trucker, suck on my nunchuck, right? I'm firing your bitch ass. I just fired my insurance company. They did a lousy, lousy job, you know? And I mean, I know you want to be positive, but negativity has a purpose, okay? To correct, okay? To improve and correct. What a lousy company. These guys took them two months to do something that could have taken 10 minutes, okay? And, uh, you know, just low energy. I don't like low energy people, okay? I don't hate them. I have, I have love for all people, but, you know, my God, if you're an exhausting person to be around, you know, nobody wants to be around you, you know? Like, avoid them like the plague. And you know it. You shake their hand and all of a sudden you're freaking exhausted. You're like, my God. You call that an am- a vampire? I call it a low energy, you know? And you can get your energy back. There are ways. Supreme invocations, um, you know, magical. There are little incantations you can do. You can get your energy back from, from any everyone. I paid like I paid like several thousand dollars for this course and it was called the I am university and the only like and a lot of it was like almost like lunacy but the only good thing I got was there was a list of incantations and this incantation actually works for me every time I do it it's it's the reclamation of energy I guess I'll do y'all a favor and I'll give it to you you know I had to pay for it but I'll give it to you You say, I reclaim all the energy I've ever given away or left behind now. I feel it returning to me in all directions, right? And uh, so you can say it, but if you don't really mean it or you don't really believe it, it's not going to do shit. And you're going to have a reason to say, I didn't do shit. Yeah, because you suck at magic. Okay. It is an invocation, and uh, magic is really using our mental, our mind science, okay? We just don't know how to explain it. There are electrons. Electrons go everywhere at the same time. What do you think that is? I think God is the electronic field in the universe, right? God, consciousness, Christ, Holy Ghost. Some, there has to be some awareness. What the hell are these electrons? Everyone has, what, trillion, quadrillions of electrons pulsing everywhere at all times don't you think that's what the law of attraction is a magnetic polarity resonance effect based on emotion free will polarity right i mean it's not that complicated y'all you're overcomplicating this stuff back to the point okay so i'll do the invocation and uh every time i do this i experience an energy boost because I want to, because I believe I could, I should, and I will. And uh, what I actually do is I visualize 
I, 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 I ask my mind's eye where the energy is and I visualize. I reclaim my energy usually once a week or so every few days. I try not, I try to avoid not to because it's almost like compound. Could your energy compound into other people? I mean, you'd have to have a lot of energy, which, you know, I know I do, but we're getting a little out there. That's okay. Bring it back. Bring it back to, you know, sound and practical, you know, okay, logic. I visualize kind of where is the energy. You might see it. It could be your parents. You know, your parents could have a lot of your energy. They could, you know, thieving off your energy, thieving off your uh, self-esteem, you know, and negative people will actually feed on other people's esteem anytime they afflict you it kind of is like a vampiric spell if you will you can end the spell break the chains okay sometimes little children are told things and it traps them for their entire life you know wouldn't you like to know what those trappings are and be able to break the if there was one or you say oh no i'm good i don't have any afflictions yeah, it's probably not true. Maybe it is true. And okay, whatever. Buzz off, bozo. Leave me be. I'm gonna do my goddamn invocations. Okay, I'm a, I'm a son of God. I am the son of God. Okay, we're all children of God, right? Don't you think God could connect to the consciousness, merge, almost have a merger effect with his elite? producer like don't you think he would why wouldn't he okay i've been going to bible study i've been doing great i've been doing great okay i'm getting super blessed anyways you guys you gotta think about what you want you gotta put the muscle in god dang god dang put the muscle in boy you know i mean boss up really boss up so today I'm going to talk about how to deliver exceptional value. I'm wearing the color violet on my crown, uh, a hat, you know, a cap. I'm wearing yellow and, uh, you know, chakras. Do you know about chakras? Solar plexus chakra and violet chakra. So I had the pleasure of interviewing a millionaire today, this morning. And, uh, you know, he's got big fucking warehouse and I think it was a gift from God that I would see his warehouse he like randomly kind of just asked me like hey you want to check out my warehouse you know I think he's looking to recruit salespeople, but um, I'm not interested in his line of business but uh, you know he was kind of this smart kind of technical guy he used to work for GE and develop basically a better working valve for natural gas, I think, engines, which I really don't know too much about that. There's a lot of that going on here in Houston, though. It's energy, it's natural gas, it's oil, and then basically just all the crap that runs off of natural gas has to be custom outfitted. So these are really expensive setups and rigs, and, uh, you know, so a lot of the money gets locked up in um, inventory costs. So it's a very kind of low-margin business, um, very high-volume business, but don't let the numbers deceive you. He said he's doing about $30 million. His business is doing $30 million a year in sales, but net probably only just a couple million, right? And then if he only has a 3% stake in the business, which I think is like 
very low. Um, he's relied heavily on investors. So, in my honest opinion, what do I know at this stage in my life? But I, I'll tell you what, I've got a pretty damn good intuition. I'm very good at assessing your flaws and your weaknesses. And um, I think, so I think he's overcapitalized, which means I think he, first of all, you should not, I mean, I don't know, I, I wouldn't have 97% of the business owned by someone else. That's not your business. You are just a manager for their business, you know, honestly. They're up your ass. If they pull out at any time, you're fucked, okay? You don't own that business. That business owns you, first of all. Let me just say that. 3% stake, you're a manager, Okay? Playing businessman. You're playing businessman. I don't have anybody. I don't have any investors because I'm in control. I will, not, I will never have any investor tell me how I'm going to run my shit, okay? Secondly, he's got $100 million in inventory. If he sold it at, you know, his prices, okay, cost of goods sold at least 40%. Anyways, not to get too technical because that would be boring, but... um Anyways, so I'm talking to him, and he basically thinks that he's got this, you know, unique method of refurbishing and recycling certain valves for natural gas engines. I don't really know what he's saying, but what I do know is, okay, you're claiming that you have a unique um, proposition for this market, the market of natural gas engines, okay? You're saying that you're the only guy in the world right now who has this, and I'm telling him, What's your market share, you know? Uh, why? So, so your primary objective to maximize profits, right, maximize value, and uh, acquire as, as many customers as your capacity. You know, I know these things because I'm very good at economics. economics. If I had finished college, I probably would have studied economics rather than business because business is a piss-poor major nowadays, okay? Nobody's going to tell me about leadership. Okay, maybe leadership might be good, but, you know, I mean, you don't need to know finance. You don't need to know accounting. You don't need to know business law. Are you joking? Am I a lawyer? Why the hell do I need to know business law, okay? Um, I don't know. I just think business school is trash. I would have studied economics. Maybe one day I will study economics, you know, uh, but anyways, getting ahead of myself. I'm in morning traffic, Houston, 7.40 a.m., getting that morning rush hour traffic. Okay, so I don't, I don't make podcasts very often anymore, so I'm going over quality now. I've had over 300 episodes to kind of experiment with. I played all of them back, you know, uh, at least a few times, and after a while, you start getting better at cadence, rhythm, tempo, pitch. Okay, you want it to be interesting, but you also want it to accomplish a purpose, right? What's the purpose? The purpose is, well, I love business. I love entrepreneurship. I love motivation. I love personal development. This is my take on all of the information I've ever synthesized. I'm not going public with this podcast because I personally think that I'm not even going to make a professional podcast until I'm a billionaire. I don't really think, I think people who are so quick to say I've got great, you know, information for you are mostly phonies. 
so I'm not claiming to be some guru business, you know, like I know what I'm talking about. What I can tell you is I, I know that I have the supreme vision for planet Earth and for my life. I don't know anybody else on the planet who has as much vision as I do. And what is vision worth in dollars? Well, we'll see. You know what I mean? I think it's actually worth the most. But the interesting thing is, is it's not, you know, you've got to create it, right? So it's only worth real money once you actually created it. But without it, you, how would you be able to create anything if you didn't even have the vision for it? So vision is paramount. But then we go into strategies. Strategy is second, you know, in command. And, uh, you know, the strategy is, well, do you know, even know what you're talking about? Can you pitch your idea to banks and investors? You know, can you convince people to follow you, right, which leads us into leadership, really, and uh, influence. Now everybody is trying to be an influencer. And if you've noticed, chakra-wise, I'm just going down from crown. Crown, third eye, throat, right? What am I saying? Ultimate vision, what is the crown chakra? It's supremacy. It's royalty, but what does that mean? It means the supreme, you know, evolution of our species. It means ascendant. It means the par- the ultimate in business, government, ethics, you know, money rules the world, okay? How are we going to help the most amount of people a- a- with the most cost-effective processes? We realize that all the kinks and all the flaws in big business and in Congress and in, you know, the government, government spending, all the major crises that have fucked people, people's worlds up, you know, housing collapse, dot-com, okay, all these freaking viruses, you know, everybody's freaking out. You know, how are we going to solve these humongous problems, health care and uh, Social Security? These are the two biggest problems that the world is going to face in the next couple decades, and they need to be addressed. And the only way to address that is for a newcomer to develop the most cost-effective health care, medical care, hospitals. And uh, anyways, everybody knows this, but nobody's actually doing it. Who's doing it? Okay, you can set up health care clinics. Okay, so you realize, we'll go down now to strategy, third eye. You realize that people are only limited by how much work they want to do, right? It's like, it's like, like, like economy Economics and psychology are kind of hand-in-hand hand because human behavior is what econ- economics is. Economics is just the summation of human behavior. Economics is just the outside. Psychology is the inside. They're mirrors of each other. Economy is the manifestation of human psychology and the ambition of our species. That's it. The ambition of our species the natural tendencies of our species, and then for some reason a few people are just way more motivated than everybody else. For some reason it seems to work that way. Usually one out of a thousand people are going to be super achievers, okay, and that's the one, you know, a tenth of a percentile. And then if we took all of those one out of thousands, okay, another one out of a thousands are going to be probably the royal elite class. And what I mean by that is they're the ones that are actually going to get it done. Just because you're a super achiever does not mean you know how to get it done and you will get it done, right? So we're talking a thousandth of a thousandth, okay, and these are the people who are essentially running the world. 
in my opinion, and did I just make that up, you know, kind of, but not really. If you look at math, you look at how many billionaires there are. What is a thousand times a thousand? I don't even know, right? Is it a million? I think it's a million, right? At one zero, hundred, no, at two zeros, that's already a million. At three zeros, ten million. At four zeros, hundred million. Okay, my bad. Not a, not a million. Hundred. A million is a hundred times a hundred. Hundred thousand. No, hundred times a thousand. Is it ten million? A thousand times a thousand. I don't know why I'm having a brain fart. Thousand, right? So ten thousand, hundred thousand. Okay, it's ten million. My bad. A thousand squared, ten million. Okay. So divide ten billion. We don't have a ten billion people yet, but we're getting there. Divide ten billion by um, ten million, and that's a thousand. A factor of a thousand. So really, there are only like a thousand people that are rule the world more or less, which makes sense. There's four thousand billionaires, but not every billionaire is really doing all he or she could be doing. Right, so we're looking at basically the top 25%, the top quarter of billionaires, right? And out of that top quarter, I would say there's only one who is destined to rule them all, and that would be uh, Benjamin Ross, the world's first trillionaire, um, me. Okay, hello. Hello, how you doing? Coming at you from the future. Okay, everybody who listens to this in 2030. Yeah, I did it, okay? You know why I did it? Because you guys don't know what you're doing. You guys don't know what you're talking about. The reason why I did it is because all of y'all slow down once you reach the goal. None of y'all had a goal that was big enough to encompass the entire fucking world out of love and divine service, okay? I'm the only one who decided out of all 10 billion human beings on the planet, I'm the only one who decided to do this. I decided to do this. Okay, I kept saying trillionaire, I'm the world's first trillionaire. Yeah, eventually I started believing I could be the world's first trillionaire. Then I had to ask God, why, what would I need to do to become the world's first trillionaire? And the answer is, you got to maximize the entire planet, right? Selfless love. you got to maximize all economies for this world. You have to minimize all suffering and poverty and greed and unfair uh, profiteering which is really just organized crime, you got to do that for the entire planet, starting with America and then going as best as I can to every single country uh, in the world, and that is the divine task I have been appointed with, and that's the cost to become a trillionaire. That is what I must pay. So if I want to be a trillionaire out of just pure ego inflation, oh, I'm, a tr- I'm the best of the best, well, if you're the best of the best, you're going to have to work harder than the rest, and you're going to have to do everything past the test, to do everything better than them, and, uh, you know, redistribute the value. Okay, look, so you got the labor force. I'm probably losing everybody right now. I'm probably losing all you guys. I don't think anybody's listening to this. But I think you will listen to this because we're going to go back in time, and you're going to wonder, oh, my God, how did he do this? How did he become a trillionaire? Oh, my God, more money than a thousand billionaires combined more money than all of the billionaires combined yes i think i could have a hundred trillion and i would have more money than uh everybody the world i think if we cashed out the entire world like we're aliens we're just going to cash out our stock of planet earth 
I think it's about a hundred trillion, maybe one quadrant, maybe, maybe between a hundred and a thousand trillions, a thousand trillions would be a quadrillion, which nobody's ever used that word ever. Yeah, maybe it's worth a quadrillion. I don't think so. Yeah, if we were to sell the planet off to aliens, could we get a quadrillion? And that's in dollars. We would be using some other alien currency. I think probably not. Maybe, maybe you might get three hundred trillion. I don't know that you'd get the full quadrillion. Because I mean, what exactly does Earth have that you can't get from other planets? You know, natural resources are like whatever. You know, okay, oil and. Co- like, I think the aliens aren't even running on natural resources. I think the aliens are running on, like, pure light. So we don't even have that. So what's it really worth? I guess, you know, the labor force of humanity. Okay, how are we going to monetize the collective labor force of human beings? I think about I think about the shit that nobody else thinks about, right? How are you going to monetize the labor force of humanity, right? Humanity. Is there anything worth is is the the animal kingdoms, the mineral kingdoms, and the vegetable kingdoms? Is that worth anything? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe aliens really like bananas. <laughs> so maybe that maybe 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 the, the bananas could raise the value of our world. Okay. Anyways, we're gonna talk about. Okay, I'm just putting this out there so that we have this. This is a this is a. This is an imprint of my mindset in 2020, the world's first trillionaire. I know what the price to pay is, the paid price of action, the PPA. It's I gotta fix the fix the planet. I gotta optimize the planet. I gotta optimize the human race. The goal is the human species to evolve, quantum evolution. You know, they say 144,000 human beings must ascend, and then the entire race will ascend. I've read that a few times. Is that true? Could be true. Could be a crock, a crock of shite. You know, a bunch of hippies on uh, psychedelics coming up with some weird, you know, just in, insanity. Nobody knows. The 144 will. It's in the Book of Revelations, by the way. 144,000. Okay, let's talk about. Well, we're we're descending from the crown to the root, right? Okay crown is the ultimate realization, right? You take something and you blow it up to the absolute maximum. It's the word maximum. It's just probably my favorite word in the human language. It used to be like supreme, but I think supreme, maximum, and ultimate are really just three sides of the same thing. Okay, then we go down into strategy, which is basically the super genius of God. If men and human beings can be super geniuses, don't you think God would be the definition of super genius? I mean, everything could be calculated in a split second. Wouldn't you like to have access to that computer? I would. Okay, you got to pay to play, boy. That's why we got to tithe. That's why you got to give your money to the church, right? You got to pay for this super, super mind. I'm actually tithing 20%. I've never tithed this much money in the world, and I've never gotten this much clarity to the inside of, like, my future. You got to pay for it. You got to pay for this divine mind, okay? The ultimate realization and the, the ultimate strategy. The ultimate strategy is 
I guess I can make this kind of a longer podcast as I'm getting closer to downtown. The ultimate strategy is, and I've said this a million times, and this is just basic economics, you guys. The ultimate strategy is all industries will drop down to about a 20% profit margin. That's it. So so when you have a young young kid who wants to become an entrepreneur and you really don't know what the hell you're talking about because you don't really understand economics, this is maybe the only subject in school that you really need to know if you want to be a business person. And I can summarize it to you in one sentence. All industries drop down to 20% profit margin, okay? All of the opportunity in the world is whatever that percentage is at, could be over 100%. The person who comes in, flattens it down to 20%, is going to take all of the market share. Don't you guys understand that? If you really have the supreme product, if you're really good enough at distribution, there obviously is some diplomacy going on, okay? There are some corporations who will try to kill you or crush you out of business. They do not want to relinquish market share to a newcomer, you know, and if they can stop you, they will try to stop you, okay? Um, so you have to learn how to play well with others, you know what I mean? But you look at Microsoft, you look at IBM, these guys were the first to market, right? You look at Amazon, Amazon is doing exactly what, I just, what I'm talking about. Amazon is killing all of them, legally, killing them, killing them off, right? All of the products on Amazon, I, I've heard several times that they're not even making that much money on the products. They're making money on the web services. So for Amazon to become a trillion-dollar business, the margins may not be that high, but the services are. Right, so so you're going to just, like, like this is a law of karma. This is the law of the universe. If your true value is to serve humanity, then the opportunity is almost just going to magically fall into your lap. Jeff Bezos was obsessed with giving people the greatest amount of return for their dollar. He put the customer first. He became the wealthiest man in the world. Is that a coincidence? No, he's the one that deserves it. Right? If Benjamin Ross becomes a trillionaire, it's because he gave so much more value than anyone else. Right? And I don't even care about the money. I'm going to invest 90% of my money into the planet. I'm not going to give it to them because they don't know what to do with it. I'm going to reinvest it. I will put 90% of my net worth into a trust. The trust is going to reinvest the, the it's either going to be cash or stock, right? It's either going to be liquid or asset, okay? I'm going to reinvest it into the whole fucking world, okay? Because you guys don't know what you're doing. You don't know what to do with the money, okay? Because most people are, uh, frankly, just lazy, underutilized. Our labor force is underutilized, okay? And we need to have a leader kind of smack him, smack him in the face a little bit, you dumb bitch. You know, you dumbass, okay? I'm going to make you work, you retard, okay? The ones that want to work are going to get all the money. The ones that don't want to work, you're going to have bare, bare necessities. We're going to ch- – I'm changing the landscape of our labor force. If you don't want to work, I don't care what your specializations are, you're going to go to the bottom of the list. You're going to live in um, – you're going to live in the cheapo apartments. All the ones that want to work get to live in the mansions, okay? Uh, 
we're gonna change we're gonna change the game here. Okay, so then we went from strategies to leadership. The strategy, dude, everything is going down twenty percent. Just pick the, the industry that you're the most interested in that has unfair inflations and take the market. Okay, you know you, there is no reason to go into fashion. Fashion is a luxury market. Okay, you know, yeah, maybe you can make some money there with a good enough brand, but that's not what the world needs. The world doesn't need another Nike. The world doesn't need another Louis Vuitton. The world needs healthcare, um, hospitals, and we've got to fix the problem of Social Security. So that's healthcare, hospice care, you know, home care services, healthcare services, uh, medical aid, right? And, um, you know, affordable doctors, that's what the world needs, okay? We need vaccinations. We need, hold on a second. That's what we need, okay? Um, now, this is also an opportunity for me to just get my thoughts out. This was the first time in my life I've ever donated 20% of my money to a church. And um, I was a little hesitant to do it because, you know, I could use the money for my business. But I decided, you know what, let's have a little experiment. Let's see what happens when I double my tithe because tithe actually means tent. Um, so I'm going to double it. We're going to see. Am I going to get a double blessing? Maybe I'll get a triple blessing because nobody does this. Right, so I'm feeling like some divine inspiration is moving through me now, and um, I'm just thinking about you know the maximization of value for the world, and I don't think anybody thinks about this because I don't think you guys care to think about this because I don't think you guys want to work very hard. You know what I mean? I'm willing to put the work in. You know, God, just tell me what I need to do. Show me what I need to do. And what you need to do is trust in God. And, uh, you know, allow the church to be the anchor of your finances. Stop relying on your pea-sized brain. Don't you know there's a supercomputer available for you, but you got to buy in to the church, okay? You're not doing this because you feel guilty about giving to the church. You're doing this because you want to buy in to the super intelligence of, of fucking of God, Right? You know, whatever the reason doesn't matter. The one who gives is the one who gets, okay? It could be for any reason, but if you do the action, you will activate the spell. It's a magic, the magic of giving. The magic of tithing, really. Okay, you got to tithe to your church, people. You dumb, you dumb fucking people. And you're the ones that I'm helping. You're the ones that I'm rescuing from your the, the chains of poverty, the chains of ignorance, the chains of naivete, the chains of laziness, the chains of blame, and the chains of anger, hostility, depression, resentment, atrophy. Okay, shall we continue? The chains of turmoil, weakness, turbulence, loneliness, isolation, really just emptiness. Okay, the chains of misinformation, overspending, you know, poor habits, uh, you know, indulging, you know, greed, corruption, and uh, lack of discipline, overeating. You know, you kind of have a disorder, all disorders, right? All of that is just slowing you down, slowing you down, okay? I am a hyperspeed, for real. You know, if all of the all of the afflictions that slow humans down could be solved, 
we would achieve hyperspeed technology. Do you guys understand that? We would collectively achieve hyperspeed technology if all the negative shit I just talked about, throw it in the fire, the fire of transmutation, you know, transmute all of that. They call that the violet flame, the violet flame of St. Germain. Oh, my God, how could I get the violet flame, you know? the Christ-like ascension of our species and uh, personal minds. How would we do that? Oh, well, I think you got to buy into the most powerful force in the universe. Oh, but you don't want to do that because then I'm talking about religion and you just barely have enough and you can't give 10%. You can't even give 20%. God forbid you don't know how to reinvest your money you don't you don't even know how to you know forget the savings account the first 10 20 percent goes to the church the next 10 20 percent goes into your savings account the next 10 20 percent goes into your investment you live off of the last you know 40 to 70 percent okay hello if you have debt then the next 10 to 20 percent goes to the debt you live off of you know 20 to 50 60% of your income. Hello. I mean, it's just common sense. It's really not that complicated. Uh, okay, now we're talking about go drop down. The throat is all about leadership and influence. We're obsessed with this word, influence. The influencer, the age of the influencer, the, the communication age. Yeah, okay, we're in the communication age. We're in the throat chakra age celebrity and influence okay but you guys have to understand that if you can direct this into strategy the strategies for saving the human race the maximum value of our planet you know we got to start with the poor we got to start with the people in need do you think people need another makeup tutorial on youtube or do you think people need to be aware of how much pain the world is in how do we alleviate the pain of the world Guys, if you really want influence, you got to line it up with your strategy. you got to help and help those in need, okay? So we drop down from the throat. Third is very simple. You want to be a leader. You want to be an influencer, okay? Are you maximizing value for others, you know, or are you just a cheap entertainer? You know, we idolize these rappers, these celebrities, you know, the Kardashians, these public figures that are very good at getting attention because it's dramatic and crazy and fun. But, like, are these people going to save the world? No. These people are not going to save the world. These people are like cheap entertainers. Hollywood, okay, great, you made a movie that was fun and, you know, entertained me for two hours, and then that's it. You know, that's that's the plague the plague that afflicts the world you guys are using it for celebrity you're using it to inflate your ego you don't even care about the world is suffering the children are dying the world is suffering they're getting enslaved they're getting killed they're 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 dying the old are going to have nowhere to go you you don't care about the abandoned you, you don't you only care about your own egotism to be elevated or cheap entertainment for 10 bucks, 10, 20 bucks. It's like a little cheap hooker. You guys are, are prostituting your own lot. You guys are prostituting your attention stream. You guys are prostituting your, your, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? 
we're going to drop down into the next chakra, which is the heart and the hearts of men, right? The heart of men. Like I said, if you really cared about others and you really, really worked as harder for others than you worked for yourself, you would actually achieve everything you've ever wanted. You just don't get it, guys. My God. It's like talking to a bunch of rocks. You don't get it, do you? Okay, you're going to maximize service for others. You're going to work harder on service. You're going to work on your job. You're going to get everything you've ever wanted. You're going to get influence because you're going to line up the real value for the world, which is, like we talked about, strategies of profit share. The world is going to become profit share. Everything is going to be shared profit. All the profits will be redistributed into the world, starting with the ones that need it the most. How many times do I got to say this? Okay? The, the the cost of travel is going to be so cheap. Everyone can travel all the time. Right? Now, the question is, how do I get a job where I can travel all the time? Because now you can afford to travel all the time. Airbnb, Airbnb, and we're going to come up with cost-effective ways to travel. Okay? Everyone can travel. Now, the next big problem that we're going to have once this happens is we're going to have too much luxury. You got, You guys are not going to have enough time off. So then the people are going to demand a way to be compensated that isn't, you know, the 9 to 5, you know, 50-week 50, 50 schedule. So then that's going to be a huge, crazy mix-up between how it, how are we going to employ people when they demand their time again, right? They'll demand their time again when they can actually afford time off, okay? And that's going to happen when we floor all of the costs of living to near nothing, Okay, and uh, I'm telling y'all the, f the next thousand years of this planet, that's what's going to be happening over the next thousand years. Everything's going to get so cheap. Everyone's going to be able to travel. The question is going to be, like, how do I get more time to travel and enjoy my life? The real question should be, how do I work for humanity? Okay, how do I add the most value into the world? But you guys are just too tired so we're going to drop down now to the solar plexus and i'm wearing the color yellow and uh you're tired you have you have low energy you're tired because you are not important enough to be demanding of yourself people are only demanding of their time and their energy when they realize that they need it right so actually you're as low energy as you require of yourself, right? You're as high energy as is expected and demanded of you. Okay, it's your mindset, guys. Your mindset determines your energy level, your state, okay? And I'm not even going to go into this because we got plenty of people who have already gone into this. Okay, Tony Robbins is state management. Tony Robbins is the state manager. Okay, he manages the state. Okay, you don't know how to... I don't think it's as as small as convincing yourself to go into a higher state. I think what it really is is commanding yourself to produce at maximum. But you would never actually command yourself to produce at maximum unless you expected maximum results. You would never expect maximum results. It's all tied into the heart, you guys. You would never achieve maximum unless you wanted to serve the world, unless you wanted to give maximum. You would never give maximum if you didn't quite see the strategy and the reward it's all tied in together you guys uh, okay the world 
I don't know that the world will ever become super high energy because, like I said earlier, only like one out of a thousand people will, will become energy leaders anyways. And then only one out of a thousand of those people will actually become global leaders. And then only one out of a thousand of them, which is me, okay? A thousand to the third power is one in ten billion. And his name is Benjamin Ross, okay? I am the uh, leader of the world. Because you guys don't know what to do with the fucking... Ah, you don't know what to do with the energy. You don't know what to do with the money, okay? And I'm telling you guys, it's all value, 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 value-driven, okay? Value-driven economies. All right. And then we're going to drop down to only two more, and then we're done with this episode. We're dropped down into the emotional state of the world, which is pain, Okay. Now, pain should only be used to motivate results. Pain does not need to be needless suffering, okay? I'll keep it very simple right there. If you could think about how to alleviate the pain of the world, and then if you could remove that pain collectively from the world, well, then I suppose all of that would become value, which would go into your karmic bank account. So we're going to go down into the roots. The last thing to talk about, what are your roots planted in? Are you planted in complaining? Most of you guys are planted in complaining about things. Most of you guys are planted in gossip and cheap, like I said, cheap fucking entertainment. And all you want to do at work is chit-chat about the coworkers. Your, I'm sorry, your colleagues, because you're a professional. You're a young professional, Okay. You don't understand you don't understand the point of life. You don't understand the point of being a human being. Okay, plant your roots in Christ. Plant your roots in the immortal, the the infinite. Plant your roots in the invincible. No human being aside from Christ is, you know Hold on. No human being short of Christ actually has achieved immortality, right, invincibility, okay, we want to live forever or you want to maximize your health, plant your roots in Christ, plant your roots in the church, you plant your roots in money, you're just going to be looking to take money from people, right, you plant your roots in service, okay, that's pretty good. So plant your roots in service, remove the pain of the world, turn all that pain into ambition because you demand excellence of yourself. You're really actually just thinking about maximizing service for humanity. And then once you do that, you become a leader and a pioneer in your unique space because now you've been you've been given the strategies of how to achieve maximum results in all aspects of life and then the human race can ascend and things will get a lot more fun wouldn't you like to travel to other worlds wouldn't you like to teleport i would okay so something for you to think about and these are the conclusions i've come to as a 28 year old living on earth in the year 2020 and the month is march 1st 